Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The World Series postgame show on Fox presented by Tubi. What a finish here from Arlington tonight. Adolis Garcia, who defected from Cuba long ago, hits a winner off of Castro. If that isn't poetry, I'm not sure what is. He's superhuman. Unbelievable. And he does it again, and the Rangers come back all the way back and in extra innings get a game one win. I'm three games away now for the first ever World Series title. That's where we are down the left field line, and welcome. Derek Jeter is here, David Ortiz. Alex Rodriguez, I'm Kevin Burkhart, fresh off the win, it's Evan Carter, and let's just start there. Your reaction when you saw that ball go out to right? Gosh, I, I might have jumped as high as I've ever jumped before, man. That was awesome to watch. How is it playing with a guy like Garcia? It's not just the talent, the power, but it's the joy and the way he goes about it. Gosh, he has so much fun when he plays, and it just seems like he's always coming up big in the big moments, and it's really fun to be a part of. Carter, two for six today. How do you feel at the play today, tonight? after those couple of days off. Yeah, I mean, this was uh, the most nervous I've ever been for a game before, but um, once the game started, everything kind of cooled down a little bit. Um, gosh, just got a lot of veterans in the dugout, you know, cheering me on. It's been really fun. Well, you mentioned the veterans, right? You, you, when you come up in an organization like the Texas Rangers and you have these veteran players to lean on and learn from, when I watch you play, your demeanor is very similar to Corey Seager. Talk about Corey a little bit, how he's rubbed off on you. Yeah, you know, he's a uh, he's not the most vocal guy out there, but he definitely leads by example. Um, you know, it's definitely it's really fun to watch him do his routines, just kind of how, you know, I guess repetitive it is for him. And it's it's really cool to watch, though. Um, and, man, he came up big tonight, too. That was that was really fun. A lot of big ones. Later. You know, I'm just curious with Garcia. Obviously, he's having an incredible postseason, but the emotion that he's shown this entire postseason, how does that carry you guys as a team? It gets me fired up. I think it does everybody else, too. I mean, he's uh, he's having fun playing, and that's what it's all about. No doubt. Evan, I know your parents are here, your wife, your in-laws, everybody, your brother. But my question to you is, you're the first 21-year-old since Mickey Mantle to hit third in a World Series game. How do you keep your heartbeat low? Gosh, I don't know that it was low, to be honest. I mean, I, it was, uh, gosh, no, that, that's really cool, though. I mean, it, it's been, uh, it's really, it's fun to see Boach have confidence in me like that, and it definitely makes me go out there and have confidence in myself, Yeah, too. you look like you're a 31-year-old veteran, man. <laughs> that's right, that's right. I appreciate right. that. Thank you. Hey, Carter, you've been watching this Diamondback, how they like to punch by, how they manufacture a run. There's any game plan that you guys have against these guys, because these guys, it seems like they never give up. They never shut it down. I mean, the game tonight was very intense. For sure, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of respect for them uh, from us. And, you know, they like to run the bases. They can show some power at times, you know, putting it in play just the whole nine yards. And, uh, you know, we've got to come out every every night and uh, be ready to go. Um, you know, but, you know, we got a lot of confidence coming into tomorrow, too. I tell you, the thing that stands out watching you is how quickly you pick the ball up. You don't swing at bad pitches. It's pretty amazing to watch. Coming into this season, were you in double A? Yeah, double A. Did That's you right, ever yeah. think that you'd be here batting third in game one of the World Series? Gosh, no, this is a uh, it's a dream come true. Um, you know, you always want to be ready to go in the minor leagues, but uh, gosh, to think that I would have been in the World Series this time, this is uh, this is unreal. <laughs> Evan, what did America learn about the Texas Rangers tonight? 
Gosh, I mean, there's no quitting us. You know, no matter if we're down uh, early, whatever, it's uh, you know, you can never count us out. What can we expect tomorrow? We're gonna come out on fire tomorrow, man. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know who we have going tomorrow pitching, but I don't. It doesn't matter. I, I have all the confidence in the world for him. Well, look, we put you through the ringer with all the questions. The only thing I'm going to say, man, is you're fun to watch. I'm glad you're on this stage here, where the whole world can watch you. Baseball's biggest stage. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Rich. And you got the Evan Carter <laughs> chance right up here too. Evan, congrats. Go enjoy it. Unbelievable win. Down to Ken Rosenthal. Thanks, Joe. Adolis, walk off home run. When you came to the plate, what were you thinking? Uh, I was thinking on hit a good pitch, make good or bad, and just thinking, uh, give me the, the victory to my team. When the ball went over the wall, what was your reaction? It was an excited moment, you know. I was just looking to the dog out, look, uh, looking at all my teammates happy and, sure, you know, happy. The hit by pitch, how much did it hurt your hand? Um, just, I think he was trying to throw an inside pitch, but I just, you know, I get lucky that it's nothing worse. So it wasn't painful? No. Oh. All right, the ball Seeger hit to tie the game. When you saw that, what did you think? Uh, that was the, one of the best moments of the game. He tied the game. He, he fired me up, you know. Uh, I get so excited, too, and I knew we can get the win. What did this team show the Diamondbacks tonight? Uh, you know, it's going to be a really good series. Uh, we show all the team work, and we, we, we are going. Adolis, congratulations. It's your night. So Adolis Garcia in these playoffs has eight home runs, 22 RBIs, the most for any postseason of anyone ever all time. Tonight, we were wondering, okay, can the ALCS MVP, can he keep going? Can he stay hot? Well, he was on base five times. He stole two bases. He walked for the first time this postseason. Oh, and he hit the game winner. That's all. Uh, I guess the answer is yes in all caps. Yeah. And Poppy, I mean, this guy's competing with you and Reggie Jackson and the captain over here. I mean, he's becoming a legend in just one month here in October. I mean, come on, man. Watch this. Inside out, 97 sinking fastball. That is hard to do, Kevin. I mean, this guy is hotter than a fighter crack right now. When you are swinging the bat the way he is right now, I mean, if I'm a pitcher, I would stay away from you. Well, look, I think everyone obviously is going to point to the home runs as, that he's hitting, which, Kevin, you called. I did right? call You it. said he's about to hit a home run. We'll see you tomorrow night. Felt good about Next that. Next pitch, home run. But the thing that stands out with him is he can beat you in so many different ways. No one's going to mention the play he made in right field in the top of the night. Huge. We were talking about that, which saved a run and set him up for the big Seager home run to tie the game. He's hitting, he's coming up with RBIs, he's stealing bases, he's playing defense, he's fun to watch, and I don't know how long it can continue. I mean, he's, he's has one of these stretches that uh, people are going to be talking about for years to come. And Cap, I mean, the three of us, I mean, the four of us have seen a lot of baseball firsthand, but he has us shaking our heads. And you're right, Cap, is, is this defense, is the jump on, his, on, his, on the ball, it's the stolen base. And let's not forget, when Kevin asked me about the hit, the time he got hit, I said, that looks like a broken hand. You never know. And what did he, he do? He said it didn't hurt. <laughs> he didn't hurt him. <laughs> I guess not. Since, since game six of the LCS, of course, remember what happened game five, the brawl. You're wondering, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Well, since then, he's eight for 14, 
four home runs, 11 RBIs. Is that good? That's don't, it. Yeah, but don't, don't hit it. him anymore. No. Hey, I mean, you, every right. time you hit him, don't hit him anymore. <laughs> That's true. Every time he gets hit, he hits one out of the yard. But, 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 I mean, it's, Poppy, it's legendary, though. I mean, it's getting to the point. This is, this is, I mean, he's already got the most RBIs of anyone in the history of a postseason. Kevin, but, walking into the playoff, I was looking at the Texas Rangers numbers. This guy, quietly, he have a monster season. So what he's doing right now, I'm not surprised. This is, this, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm glad that he's doing it so his name get to be recognized. Mm. Because people don't say much about him. This guy's a beast. It, it doesn't even sound right by you saying quietly he had a great season. Because there isn't anything about him that's quiet. You <laughs> no. know what I mean? It really is. Well, people don't say you're, much about you're him. Exactly right. Um, but now on this stage, the postseason, the baseball world gets a chance to see him because it's not just the the diehard baseball fans. It's the casual baseball fan, the casual sports fans that pay attention to the World Series. But what's interesting about that is we're all talking about respect and recognition, and he's a hard, difficult guy to hide. But I see him early in the game, and he's got second and third with a man open, and they pitch to him. Yes, he drew a walk, but I just cannot believe that they're pitching to him. This is a guy you could just go like this. Barry Bonds, Big Poppy. There's these names that he's coming. You know, Alvarez, who we just played with with the Astros. You got to start giving him more respect and giving him the base. Well, Corey Seager's close to that class too, right? I mean, Game Seven. Think about it. Got the Rangers going. It really set the tone for their win in Houston. And then, of course, it wouldn't be a walk-off homer without him after the walk, which Derek talked about. Bang! Two-run shot in the ninth. Why don't we hear from him? He's with Tom Verducci. Corey Seager, you've hit home runs in the World Series before. But when you tied this game, describe what it felt like running around the bases. Um, yeah, it was exciting. Um, that was a fun game right there. You know, this is what playoff baseball is all about. Keep grinding. You know, it's not over until you get all the outs, and we showed that tonight. You've seen Adolis Garcia good, but have you seen him like this, the way he is playing in the postseason? No, this is pretty special. You know, special players rise to the occasion in moments like this, and he's done it for us all year. It's been awesome. Corey, we can't forget about the unsung heroes. Your relief pitching tonight, your bullpen, spotless. They've been awesome for us all uh, all postseason, man. They've, they've regrouped, they've grinded, they've gotten out, you know, and that's all we can ask out of them. Thanks, Corey. We'll see you in game two. Thank you. Back to you. Yeah, I think Corey Seager likes the postseason. He's got the most World Series home run among shortstops. He just jumped in front of our guy with four. And it feels like all of them have been here. <laughs> But he did. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, he just loves this ballpark. Obviously, it was the LCS and World Series MVP in 2020 when the Dodgers won it in the COVID year. I mean, look, that was it, it's it's pretty impressive because Arizona, they did so many great things. And we're ready to talk about all you know the small ball and creating runs and manufacturing runs. And then Paul Sewald, who hadn't been touched the entire postseason, but he loses to Varis. Issues the big walk and then Seeger makes him pay. But Kevin, you just said it right there, right? All the little things. The one thing that they forgot is we were sitting right here on this field and we talked about Singleton hitting ninth for the Astros. Hasn't had an at bat since the Obama administration. Same thing today with Tavares. Like the home run is not the killer, it's the leadoff walk yeah. with a two run lead, and that will hunt you all the time. I, I still don't get it. I still don't get it. What did you, you get, you, Bob? You be tough to Tavares, and then you give Bam. a cookie to the to the cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> 
come on, where, man. Where was that pitch, the cookie? <laughs> right in the pipe. <laughs> and then, let's talk about Cody Seager. <laughs> Cody Seager is the guy. Watch this. This guy's no joke. This guy don't go to the plate to miss around. You give him something right there, that's going to land in the Dominican. That guy, he, I mean, you're talking about one of the most serious, dangerous hitters during the playoff throughout the years. That's that's not the right place to go against him. <laughs> I was surprised when I saw that pitch. I was like, this is insane right here. What is going on? The thing I Am I watching the wrong game? Come on, man. Poppies, how we used to pitch to you. You recognize that. Oh, they miss man. around first, and then they go. And then when you got no, yeah. no place to go, but come on, man. Uh, yeah. Give a cookie yeah, to the I, cookie I, you're monster. Right. Come on, man. See, you're right. He's extra inning games. A lot of coffee right here. For yeah. this guy oh, yeah. Right oh, yeah. Next to it. I mean, but, but Corey Seager has become my favorite player in baseball. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm a little biased, obviously, because he plays shortstop. He's a tall shortstop, has way much more pop than I ever even dreamed of having. But I love the way he carries himself. And it does, it rubs off on this team. We just had Evan Carter here. You can just see the demeanor that these guys have. He's a champion. He's won before. You can tell that he's a, one of the leaders of the team. And I just tell you what, man, I, I enjoy watching him. I haven't had a chance to watch him as much as I have throughout this postseason. And, uh, yeah, he is he has become my favorite player. But what's interesting about that, when you pay attention to the game closely, by the way, that's my new favorite player. Garcia is my new favorite player, Derek. <laughs> so we, we both, I don't know who Poppy's is, but Garcia is mine. <laughs> both of them are. But, but, but when you look at the game inside the game, is you have Tavares, 0-2, four consecutive sliders, Poppy, in the dirt. Mm -hmm. And then you get one middle-middle to Corey Seager. But watching Corey Seager's kind of transformation, Orioles, he walked 11 times. He got a little anxious in this past series. Obviously, ended game seven with a bang and continued here in game one with a bang, just like he did in 2020 when he was with the Dodgers in this same building. Guys, we're talking, we're talking about, let me tell you how I call Corey Seager. The new Barry Bonds <laughs> of the playoff. Oh, you giving something to hit, that's what happened. I have seen that so many times. In that situation, you pitch to him, it's over. That's that's the thing. Look, Corey walks, he draws his walks, but he wants to hit. So oh, if you throw a pitch in the zone, he is going to do damage with it. But I, I those guys are dangerous, Derek. I they, mean, we talk are. about it, right? You can't pitch around those guys because they're going out there to hunt. But Poppy, my question to you is if Corey Seeger's Barry Bonds, who's Garcia? It's out there with him. Okay. But I'll tell you what. But I'll tell you what. The hardest, even with the hardest that Garcia is, I said right now, if I had to pick a guy to pitch in between Garcia and Corey Seager, I would still go with Garcia. Corey really? Seager is extremely dangerous, guys. Well, that's the thing. We, we're not talking about a guy that, that he got lucky in one season. This guy you're pitching he hurts you. Poppy, it's a lot of coffee. Let me tell you something right now. I love what it. What made you and Manny Ramirez so tough is lefty righty, right? Is Bernie Williams switch hitter. The, 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 the conundrum for pitchers is you have a devastating left-handed and then you have a devastating right-handed hitter. So where do you go? I wish there were both righties. That would make it a lot easier for the pitchers. Absolutely. I just got a question. You say you'd rather pitch on what pitches do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I got a split finger, I got a 70 miles an hour fastball, and I had a 40 miles an hour changeup. They will have problems. Devastating split. And, and, and one more. 
Love and business, Kevin. That's yes. right, baby. Oh, that pitching might not be Poppy's strength. Uh, yeah, you know, that's, you're right. You're that's right. very, very possible there. But so I, what do you, I was talking off the manager, by the way. Oh, I get it. <laughs> but what do you do? You can't not pitch to everybody. What, what do you do? I mean, what you got to pitch at Tavares, though. Well, listen, Leonard Tavares has had he look. He had a couple big walks, right? Tavares, I mean, he yeah. had a pretty, pretty good like situation, pretty good at bat, and that's the bottom of the order. But I think, look at it this way from this Texas offense. This bullpen, we came in on the pregame show talking about the bullpen for Arizona. They had been spotless. I mean, completely spotless. They were epically good game six and seven in Philadelphia. Well, they made Ginkle work in the eighth inning and work hard. Now he got out of it. And now Seawall gets touched up. So I'm just curious how that sends a message for the rest of the series, right? They were immaculate against Philly. Now that's game one. It puts a little something in their head, I would have to think. But that's why you play the games. You know, in order for Arizona to win, in my opinion, they're going to have to keep these games low scoring because Texas is capable of playing games like this and scoring a lot of runs and scoring runs quick. Arizona's going to have to keep them down. It's a lot of pressure on their bullpen. Um, I think fortunately for both teams, this game didn't go too long. We were talking about that before because now, obviously, there's no runner on second base. You don't want to burn the bullpen in, in game one. Right. But uh, Arizona's going to have to keep these guys to a fairly low scoring game, in my opinion, in order to win. Hey, fellas, go ahead, go ahead, Bobby. I'm sorry. I, no, I'll tell you what. In order of winning game, you know what, what is the closer nightmare? What guys? Yeah. The closer are not really good at holding guys at first base. No, more likely they are, that's a weakness. And then when you walk a guy and then you have to face that monster, you have to, I, I don't blame him for throwing a strike because he had to throw a strike. He already walked a guy. You know what I'm saying? But the biggest nightmare that, that closer have is walk guys, especially in those situations. I don't care what the score is. I, I know that's the shortcoming of the Diamondbacks, but I got to tell you, Kevin, the much maligned Rangers bullpen needs some love here. Six and a third scoreless inning. And by the way, first time in a long time in October that Nathan Evaldi was very pedestrian. He had a very average start. The bullpen picked him up beautifully. You know, I'm interested to see, you know, Derek, we were talking about this. I'm interested to see if John Gray has a bigger role in this series now. I mean, he was great. I talk about that bullpen, Alex. He went an inning and two-thirds, four strikeouts, and I wonder if he has a little bit bigger role uh, going forward here. I'm sure he does. I'm sure they're just taking a look at him to see what they can get from him. He was, he was unbelievable tonight. Uh, I think he is going to play a bigger role. He could be the X factor for this bullpen. If he's not going to start a game, you put him in the bullpen, whether it's middle relief, seventh, eighth, who knows when he's going to come in. But that's a huge advantage to the Texas Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers bullpen, even though it was uh, it was the opposite of their strength the second half of the year in the playoffs, it's been really, really good, and it was again tonight. Of course, the story, Adolis Garcia, the walk-off in the 11th, another home run, eight home runs this postseason. What does his manager, Bruce Bochy, think? He's done such a great job of that. We saw him in the last series. We saw him you know, toward the end of the season. And he's doing such a great job of controlling his emotions, so to speak, where he's not overswinging and he's staying under control. And that's, that's fun to watch when he does that. Yeah, he, he, I mean, look, yeah, Star is born. That's, it, he's been past birth now. Star is, he's 17 years old, 18 years old, whatever you want to call it. He's got, he's got 12 to say that. He's got 22 RBIs. I mean, insane. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looked like he's playing by himself out there. <laughs> he playing softball or something? Bobby, you're on fire. <laughs> Too much coffee. Throw a cookie Let's to the cookie That's what you get me. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. A cookie to the cookie monster. But you know what? He 
his his eye at the plate. Yes, he walked for the first time. We know he wants to swing, but he laid off so many pitches tonight. I thought like right, he just. I don't know. There were a lot of breaking balls that I couldn't believe he he laid off of. That's what happened when you are lacking at the plate, Kevin. When you are swinging the bat like Garcia is, you seeing the ball like a watermelon. I mean, when I mean he laying off on pitches that an aggressive hitter would swing at. But he's, he's staying in a strike zone, and that's what makes him so, so dangerous. That's why you see this guy hitting homer every night, getting two or three hits every night. He is locked in right now. I would mm. stay away from him. Yeah, I, I tell you, look, anytime you have a great hitter and you throw strikes to him, they're going to hit him for the most part unless they're in a bad slump. You're going to tell how good a player feels at the plate by the pitches that they lay off. And he's been laying off some tough pitches. He hit a breaking ball 3-1. Yeah, and he, and that he likes to, and he likes to swing. So to see him take pitches like that, you don't know where to go to if you're a pitcher. Cap, that's a great point there. And, and I'll tell you one thing, too, is stop throwing at this guy because you're just going to get him more fired up. <laughs> just stay the hell away and let him go to first. Don't he, hit him. <laughs> don't hit him. <laughs> don't hit him. He, uh, the lesson tonight, don't give a cookie to the cookie monster. <laughs> it's the line of the postseason for Bobby. A new line for you, baby. Oh, hey, give me that T-shirt. That's your line. That's a new T-shirt. Well, let's look at it this way. If you're Arizona, as tough as this is, to swallow right now they did a lot of things really well and I think you, you saw on display if you haven't watched them play all year you saw what they are I mean they they move runners they bunted runners over they had key hits they, I mean they did a lot right tonight it's just the end didn't work out and, and that third inning was beautiful they got two men on they bunted them over you have to do it um, especially if you're a team like Arizona they're very good at doing it they didn't just start doing it in the postseason they did it all season so I'd mentioned it in the pregame Maybe that's a reason why a lot of people around the country don't know about the Arizona Diamondbacks because when you play that type of baseball, you aren't on the highlights. How many times do you watch highlights and you see someone butting a guy over? Never. You just don't see it, right? You don't. But that's how you win games. Arizona should be happy with the way they played the game today. Unfortunately, they didn't win, but they're going to put a lot of pressure on the defense. You guys all know, well, you used to know, when you're playing in the field and you know that there's a team that's aggressive, it forces you to make mistakes. It reminds me of the old Anaheim Angels teams that we mm -hmm. played. i tell you what, man. I will call the, the Arizona Diamondback the truth. They played the game the right way. Unfortunately, they didn't come up with a win tonight. But the way they execute, guys, that's how you play, especially against a team like the Texas Rangers who have a lot of power, who turned the game around with a free swing and with a long ball. But at the end of the day, when you face a good pitching, the small ball is the one who's going to end up winning the game. You know, this Diamondback team reminds me a lot of a team that gave us a really hard time, Derek. And you mentioned the Anaheim Angels. You know, Torrey Lavello reminds me a lot of Mike Sosha. And then they had Figgins, Eckstein, Erstad, and then their power guys, Garrett Anderson, Benji Molina, power but did not strike out. And defensively, Kevin, it put so much pressure on us. We were on our heels. We were nervous. We were energy because these guys can run. They can chop. They can hit and run. And Mike Sosha, which I think should be managing because he's a great manager, mm -hmm. that's what this team reminds me of. It is a pain in the you-know-what to play against. That's them. right. You said it. I mean, it puts you on your heels. When you're an infielder, you can't bobble a ball because the guy's going to be safe. If you're an outfielder, you have to know where you're going to throw the ball before you catch it because if you think twice about it, they're already gone. They're going to be aggressive, and aggressiveness causes you to make mistakes. Mm. So those are the types of teams. Arizona Diamondbacks is one of them. They can give even the best teams a problem.
They did it against the Phillies. They did it against the Dodgers. And they did it because they have a great all-around team. And, and you saw it there with a man on third, a little bit of a lost start. Look, they've outlawed bunting. But that bunt today in the third inning helped them almost win this game. And the lack of bunting by the Phillies and Trey Turner is maybe the reason why they're home. They couldn't advance 30, uh, 90 feet. But that pressure, another lost start is running with a man on third, and you saw it today. They stole the run. It's a beautiful thing to watch. It was the story of the game until Seager uh, changed the whole storyline right. in the ninth inning, right? So we know it was a tough one for Arizona tonight. How did their manager, Tori Lovello, take it? Um, yeah, you don't, you don't anticipate um, giving up a two-run home run and tying a score in the bottom of the ninth inning with one out. You know, you're, you're kind of counting backwards and – you're, you're, you're thinking a very, in a very positive way. So um, the, shock va- the shock factor was very high. Um, but I sat back down and reminded myself, this is a World Series for a reason. Best players are here on the stage, and the best players do, do big-time things. So um, It's a pretty good quote. The shock factor, very high. But, hey, look, all I can say about Arizona is, that, you know, they went back to Philly down 3-2 in the series. No one in the world thought they were going to win that. So you have to think they know how to bounce back here. They'll bounce back. They won't even be phased by this. I'm, I'm pretty sure that group right there has probably forgotten about it. They would have loved to have won game one. Of course. They were in a great position to do just that, but it didn't happen. It's a seven-game series for a reason. They'll come back and be ready to play tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Don't throw the cookies to Cookie Monster. What was it again? Don't give a cookie to Cookie Monster. Don't Please give a cookie to the do cookie not monster. start quoting Pirates. Kevin, Listen. Kevin, you, you know what happened when you give a cookie to the Cookie Monster? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Just, we- hey, 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 hey. <laughs> there's been there, there's been some drinking backstage, that I'm telling something you. Happened. It's more than, something happened. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Something happened. More than coffee, caffeine. Coffee, coffee. You know, Bobby, coffee. There was a transformation since when we left the green room to come out here. <laughs> And I'm not. This is amazing. I I kind of love it. How about uh, game two? Let's look at the pitching matchup. Here's what you got: Merrill Kelly, who rebounded nicely in the NLCS after a tough first start and a nice second start. Jordan Montgomery has been dominant this postseason. He had one off start against the Orioles. Every other time, including out of the bullpen, his last game, he's been simply terrific. So the early going, uh, who has the edge there in your eyes, Alex? Look, I, I like Kelly, and I think he matches up well. He's been a little wild in his last five to seven starts going back to September. Yep. But four days ago, he struck out eight and five innings in a game they had to have. So here's a guy that went to Korea to get his career back, went to Arizona State. This guy, the stage is definitely not too big. Shows me a lot about him getting his career back on track. Yeah, I mean, look, and Montgomery's been pretty dominant this postseason, I think once again it's going to come down to can Arizona get enough guys on base, put a little pressure on the defense once again, and can you stop this Texas lineup from scoring runs, which it's, I, I just don't see it. You know, in order for Arizona to win, like I said, they have to make it a low-scoring game. I got I to gotta stick with Montgomery, man. I mean, he has shown me during this playoff how consistent he is on throwing a strike, keeping hit it off for balance. I mean, he having a incredible control. He controls the strike zone. He knows when he want to be on the strike zone. He knows when he want to be off the strike zone. And that's what makes him so incredible. Look, Arizona has to basically do exactly what they did today, minus the last inning. They're built on defense, pitching, stealing, track meet. And it almost has to feel, fellas, like they're a little bit out of control. I love to see hitting, running, bunning, stealing, and put the pressure on. That's the only way they're going to win. They're not built to slug. They're built to run. And running scores them a lot of runs. You, you know what I mean? That's what they do. And, and like I said, 
this team here has bounced back plenty of times before. They went to that hostile environment in Philadelphia and won game six or seven. So this does not phase them at all. That's a Capitan talking right there. Yeah, it is. Got to tell you, the environment here was pretty good tonight. Uh, this crowd was into it and loud, and then Seager made him explode. And then, of course, Adolis Garcia, just heroic. When you, when you, when you, when you get cookie to the cookie monster, you know. <laughs> I didn't know the cookie monster laughed like Don't Vincent Price. To the cookie. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> Is there a different Cookie Monster in the Dominican than the one that I watched growing up? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I, I didn't and, see that one. And Poppy, I know the cookies, but I'm still stuck on if there's no tomorrow after tomorrow, then there is no tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> Jogi Berra Rodriguez. Derek, do you but, think that one day we'll look back and just realize Poppy is really Socrates in a, in a different generation? I mean, the, the quotes have just been unbelievable. Hey, yeah, well, I'm going to write a book about it. Everything sounds better in Spanish, right? <laughs> All sounds better in Spanish. <laughs> oh, my god! You can say whatever you want in Spanish. People will understand. Trust uh, me on that one. Unreal. All right, well, what a win. That'll do it for us. What a game one of the World Series. We will see you tomorrow night for game two. I'll see you when I see you.